Hi, everyone. I know recently we announced we were going to two episodes a week and then three episodes a week. But you know what? There are just too many episodes. So we are going to back to five episodes a week. Still a reduction from seven, but there were just too many interviews scheduled, and I didn't want to make all the authors wait for too long. So I hope you can keep up with me. Listen to one a week as you're on your way to work or on your way home or putting your kids to bed or whatever it is you're doing. Moms don't have time to read books now five times a week. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast that you're listening to right now. Thank you so much. Called Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. It is a daily podcast, 365 days a year, and each day we talk to an author about all of the things related to their career, their book, their life, and more in 30 minutes or less, because who has time? I am now an author myself, although I wasn't when I started this podcast, and you can get my new memoir, Bookends, a memoir of love, loss, and literature, wherever books are sold starting July 1st, and my children's book, Princess Charming. You can learn more about me at zibbyowens.com, but really, you're here to learn more about the authors, and that is what we're going to do. Also, be sure to check out all the other podcasts in the Zcast Podcast Network. You can learn more at zcastnetwork.com and definitely check out those shows as well. Myra Kalman is the author and illustrator of Women Holding Things. She illustrated William Strunk Jr.'s classic, The Elements of Style, and is the author of My Favorite Things, Principles of Uncertainty, and In the Pursuit of Happiness. Myra is also the author-illustrator of numerous children's books, like the book Cake, which my husband gave to my son, and her artwork has graced a dozen covers of The New Yorker. Her watches, clocks, accessories, and paperweights have been featured at the Museum of Modern Art store. She lives in New York City. Myra is like a really, really big deal. You should definitely listen. Welcome, Myra. Thanks so much for coming on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books to discuss women holding things. This book is so moving on so many levels and also so visually beautiful given its many illustrations and the combination of text and language and color and all the rest. 
tell me about your decision to to do this book in the pantheon of your many projects and productions. <laughs> uh, well, during the pandemic, my son and I were upstate with his very tolerant wife also. And we decided to make little booklets self-published that would raise money for organizations and for, for causes that we believed in. And one of the booklets was Women Holding Things, a little one, a little 64-page pamphlet. And the idea just held. It just felt uh, you know, important. And I am clearly uh, engaged and obsessed with my family, with my history, the women in my family. And then the women all over in my life and, you know, in, and fictional and real. Well, you wove in, yeah, as you said, historical figures like Cezanne and other figures, but also your own family members. And you tell one story about your aunts who are twins. Tell me about that. <laughs> you hated each other. <laughs> and it's my dear mother-in-law. And it's funny because the story, some of them are, maybe you could say private. But, yeah. Or I don't want to use the word secret. So uh, yes, one of the you know, women holding grudges is my mother-in-law and her twin sister, who clearly were you know and had an antipathy to each other for their whole lives. And then as the story evolves, there were betrayals and uh, as I mentioned, Casablanca-like yes, uh, you know situations. They were Hungarian, which explains a lot in and of itself. Very very beautiful women. So that is one way to hold. You know, there is the holding a grudge, which is actually probably every one of us holds some kind of grudge, but we won't, we won't linger there. <laughs> <laughs> that section was interesting too, as it talks about love and finding love even at age 90. And can you talk a little bit about, about that and how people died in different people's arms and <laughs> right. it was such a sweet story. That's from the same story, but that sense of, you know, as we as we're getting older, some of us are getting older, that feeling of, you know, what's important and what is meaningful and what do we hold? What do you really want to hold in your life? And and it changes, of course, and, and it flows and there's, you know, there's a balance of things. But basically what you want to hold, I think, is your love and your work yep. and whatever, however that's defined. And uh, and your and your sanity. Let's <laughs> in the case of Virginia Woolf, you know, it didn't didn't work that well. But you want to hold on to your sense of optimism. I really like this notion of holding on to things when so much of the narrative around women is about all the things that we are juggling. Right? Mm-hmm. It makes it sound like we're constantly dropping things, or that it's it's unintended, like that we're trying to hold too much, or we can't do it. And your book is a celebration of the fact that no, we've got this and we're holding so much and it's really okay. We don't have to be circus acts. Like this is life and this is beautiful. <laughs> and sometimes we fall, you know, I mean, the, the sense of doing many things and and having to take care of so many different things. And I say, is it just utterly exhausting? And, yes. you know, the common thread of everybody I talk to is it's just they're completely exhausted. So, you know, how do you balance that again with just focusing in very specifically on what you're doing at the moment and what you're doing that really means something. And there's a lot of noise that you kind of have to get rid of. Can I just read the last couple of pages when you talk specifically about this and you write, and of course, these are absolutely beautiful illustrations, which people listening can't see, but you'll have to just go by the book. Objects around us hold our attention and our love. It is hard work to hold everything and it never ends. You may be exhausted from holding things and be disheartened and even weep if you are very emotional, which could be anyone on any day with good reason. But then there is the next moment and the next day and hold on. You have to show the photo, you have to show the painting of the girl. I mean, hold on also, there's this very kind of 
a girl with a scowl on her face, <laughs> clearly unhappy about something, holding a bunch of balloons. Yes. But, and that's the truth. You can't be some kind of happy go lucky thing all the time. No. So, you know, we suffer. Did you paint these to go along with, like, what was the order? Did you have these already in your sort of back closet or did you paint them all afresh for this project or or what? Most of them are new for this project. And then there are some that I just can't resist using. And I, and I have in other projects and I, and I bring them into the book. So it's a mix, but mostly new and mostly a desire to explore what it means to paint and to use color and how that expresses the emotion. And I'm very lucky to be able to write and paint. And we know when the painting is not sufficient, I can write and vice versa. So I think that's pretty great. I, <laughs> I can kind of jump back and forth and it's, it's really, it's a little bit like writing music and writing the, the lyrics and the, and the, you know, composing the, the music too. There is a fluidity about that that goes back and forth and everything is just snippets that I find from my life and from waking up in the morning and not knowing what I'm going to do. I mean, I kind of know. <laughs> But not I'm going to accidentally make this beautiful book called Women Holding exactly. Things. Exactly. Yeah. That's I'm what here. happened. I didn't know. I didn't know I was doing it. But yeah, I mean, that's, it's actually a wonderful thing of the not knowing. I mean, I think that that's something that I think about a lot. Like what I, obviously we all don't know a tremendous amount and we're aware of it because we are bombarded all the time. So it's kind of amazing to say, I don't know, but to be curious and to kind of have a certain way of wandering around and looking at the world, which is what I do. So I really do wake up in the morning, of course, as you know, and have coffee and read the obits and then go on my merry way. <laughs> What's merrier than, than reading the obits? And so that, that sense of I don't know what I'm going to see during the day, but I know I'm going to see extraordinary things. And I photograph and, and collect the images that kind of, that, that hit my heart and, and that I fall in love with. I love that. The images that hit my heart. That's cool. Cool is the wrong word. That's beautiful. <laughs> you, you wrote about this concept of time as well. Can I read one more paragraph? Is that sure. okay? You said, my mother would ask us, what is the most important thing? We knew that the correct answer was time. You could say that my mother lost a great deal of time to an unhappy marriage, but how unhappy was it? Shakespearean level? Run-of-the-mill unhappy? Impossible to say. I can't ask her because she is no longer alive, but she ultimately left my father and found her time. Finding time is all we want to do. Once you find time, you want more time and more time in between that time. There can never be enough time and you can never hold on to it. It is so strange. We live and then we die. So unutterably strange. That consumes... I mean, I can't imagine that that doesn't consume everybody, the duality of we're alive and then at one point we're not going to be. And that the more, that our mortality is a driver, obviously, on many levels of what we do. So uh, it either, it either uh, as I say, stops me in my tracks and f- makes me freeze or propels me into wonderful activity. And I've accepted the fact that both are true and valid and part of the day. There's the, we can't have one without the other, you know, you can't have the, the joy without the, the sorrow. And, and so sometimes frozen and sometimes, uh, jumping. Well, I do feel there's, you know, this, I personally feel this sense of time all the time. I mean, I'm constantly feel like the hourglass is, is pouring, pouring through and how can I get all the things done in today that I need to do before that day runs out. And, you know, that knowing of course, that at any moment, 
it all could end, right? So what can I do? Like, would I feel good today if this was it? Like, would I feel, I don't know. So I, I don't know. I, I kind of envy people who don't have this top of mind all the time because and you know what? I, I can't believe that they exist, but they do. I know but they do. Yeah, they do. But I, you know, I don't leave the house without making my bed and making sure the place looks reasonably good. So I won't be embarrassed in case uh, I never return. I mean, I don't want to be that morbid, but that, that, but okay, why not be that more? I totally the- relate to that. I can totally relate. Everywhere I go, I'm like, okay, but would anyone know that I'm here in this random coffee shop? I didn't tell it. Like, if there's an explosion yeah. here, how right. long would it take? Like, I'm always going backwards. It's terrible. Right. But anyway. That's true. I do that too. As soon as I'm on the subway and I think somebody's just going to turn to me and, and, you know, kill me. And I think, oh, okay. <laughs> that's that's not bad. No, I actually think that that idea of how you end and that if you have this kind of unexpected demise, and hopefully you've had a very long and happy life, then you think, okay, that's that's not bad. But I don't know if that <laughs> I don't know if we should stay with that topic. Yeah. Too okay. Long. Well, we can transition to something partic- yeah. like equally horrific, which is your mentions of the Holocaust here in your own family and what's happened, which of course gives context to this attitude, perhaps, or our worldview, right. this sort of collective loss and your family in particular. And of course, for all Jewish people, the the sort of sense of that everybody's life was going a certain way. And then this catastrophe on such a massive scale can happen at any moment that nobody saw right. coming except for little signs. And so there's groundwork laid prior to this, you know, sort of cultural awareness, right? That anything can change and, and life is not set. Uh, And you write about it. You say like, you know what happened, of course. You have heard it a thousand times before. They all perished, shot and dumped into a mass grave. And this is about your father's family. How do you hold on to that narrative? And yet, like, how do we hold on to the memory of all of those lost and still move forward? Uh, That's the inexplicable mystery of everything that we do move. We do move forward. We do move ahead. We do find humor we do laugh all the time and tell stories because otherwise uh, you you know otherwise i don't know what forces within us what mechanism within us ha- has made that possible but but it is and so we we you know, so as i say we carry the inexplicable unutterable sorrow of, of of personal losses in our lives nobody's exempt from tragedy and the sense of the wonder and the and the awe of it all constantly colliding. So we muddle ahead. I don't know. The answer to the answer is once again, I do not know, but I'm happy that we do have those forces in us. Well, holding on to questions is still something to hold on to. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You had a page towards the beginning, woman holding book, which I'm holding up again, which is absolutely beautiful. This illustration of a woman sort of lounging on this green chaise with these beautiful sumptuous curtains, red curtains parted just to see her reading. And of course, like I am now a woman holding a book, looking at a picture of a woman holding a book and words that say woman holding book. So I feel like I'm definitely in this in this relationship myself here yeah. too. Tell me about this illustration and are you selling this as as one-off prints or anything? Because I feel oh, like- no, there is I think that the original was sold. I I have a wonderful new gallery, Mary Ryan Gallery, which is really wonderful at selling the paintings. Uh, and it's a it's from a photograph of a woman reading a book in a beautiful hotel in Morocco. So those mo- again, those moments that I encounter somehow of really just fill me with so much joy and such a sense of purpose that, oh, I know I'm going to do a painting of this woman and I'm going to go to my studio and I'm going to work and forget everything and listen to music. And it's glorious. What kind of music do you listen to when you paint? Mostly classical. You know, I was on a loop of all of Bach, which could be a loop forever. I mean, I don't have to to leave him, but uh, a, a lot of classical music. Wow. What an image. It sounds so peaceful. It is. Oh my gosh. Like meditative state. How did you decide which one of the many to put on the cover? Why this one? Well, this is, uh, you know, I do a lot of collaborations with my son. We did Sarah Berman's Closet together and, and a lot of other projects. So we were looking at, we were designing together and it's really fantastic to have a dialogue with a, a, a relative who likes you. <laughs> Yes. So we happen to like each other tremendously and also just have a sense of uh, an aesthetic dialogue, the, the vocabulary of all of the things that we're interested in. And this is a woman that I saw on the street and I stopped her and I said, you are just so beautiful. And I never, I only stop people, like, as, I te- as I told you, who I fall in love with. I, it's never out of cynicism. It's never out of, you know, um, mocking anybody. It's just kind of like, oh my God. And what I'm seeing in a person is the courage. And the courage that it takes to get up in the morning, which I think is, as you know, obviously is considerable and to go through the day doing what you're doing. And then you decide what to wear and you decide what to do and you decide it's just fantastic. <laughs> so to go to those micro moments. And so when I stopped this woman, I said to her, I'm, I'm just, I just love how you look and I'm going to do a painting of you. So she was very thrilled not everybody is delighted there was the one painting the irritated woman holding the cabbage yes which I saw at the farmer's market and I said this is during the pandemic where nothing is going on and nobody's seeing anybody and when I asked her I'd like to take her picture she was so 
uh, irritated, as I say. <laughs> I thought, where is she going? What is she doing? You know, this is like a great moment in your life. Isn't it nice that somebody, at any rate, but then I also say I also admired her for her honesty. So there's a lot, there's a lot of complicated stuff going on during the day. <laughs> sorted out with a good night's sleep after watching a good murder mystery so yeah the day ends early and murder ensues wow okay kind of a contrast to the the charming piece of your work now you're scaring yourself silly yeah. but okay no, you know what i'm doing i'm engaging with somebody who's solving problems and making oh. it okay which is which is not that far from reading the obits, which is as as we say is about life, and about getting a jolt of, you know, of importance, yeah, and the decision making. So to me, that's the 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 kind of the bookends, the bookends, holding huh. bookends, of watching a very smart like Hercule Poirot or, of course, yeah. Miss Marple, you know, go to the standards, huh. solving things while knitting or or making a nice dish. Yeah. Lovely. Okay. I'd never thought of shows that way. Um, so what's the last photo you took of somebody like yesterday or this morning or something that inspired you? I didn't take a, a whoa, uh, the, a photo that made me complete. I haven't stopped drawing her is a woman that I saw at the Met and we are, I was at the Tudor show and the fashion, the, the fashion at the Met with what people are wearing to the museum is as often as good, sometimes better, but certainly as good as well, not as good as, but, you know, extraordinary. So she was at the Tudor show, which is completely amazing. And in there, everybody, you know, the, 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 I, I'm really thinking a lot about guilt and remorse because when you see the paintings from the Tudors and Henry, the, you know, from Henry and Elizabeth and Mary, they all killed each other <laughs> for power. Everybody killed everybody in some machination, even very directly or, you know, surreptitiously. And I think, look at that. And they don't seem to have any uh, cards on the wall saying how guilty they felt. So I'm, I think about that. Like, what is the level of responsibility? And this is you know, 500 years ago. Are we too polite right now? But at any rate, no, it's, that's not true. Of course, it's, it's good to be kind, I guess. At any rate, there was a woman there wearing this huge necklace of lapis lazuli on a black sweater. She was teeny, teeny, teeny. She was walking with a cane. And she had fantastic bangs and a page boy. And I thought, this woman is stupendous. So I took a picture of her and now I'm I'm thinking about guilt and jewelry. Huh. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Okay, so after women holding things, what is next on your on your publication schedule here? You must have other uh, books slated. I have I have books that what's next on, the, on my agenda is an installation of Sarah Berman's Closet, which will be uh, in Florida and Sarasota in the winter. And in the next iteration, I'm doing a, a book about knowledge. Interesting. You can believe it. <laughs> I can. I can absolutely believe and it. It's, it's multi-volumes. It's a oh. compendium of knowledge. I can, but it's it's too vague right now. But that's where I'm going. I love it. Like a box set, like an encyclopedia. It could be it could, it's, right. Exactly. A door-to-door salesman is going to come to your door. Perfect. Deaf <laughs> person. Right. <laughs> so that's that's uh, that's what's happening, and hopefully more booklets with my son, and more and th- and surprises. You know, the phone rings, or the text comes, whatever it is now. Love that. And are you reading anything good? I'm reading so many good things that I, I don't even know what to do. And it's that's one of the things about time. But uh, I'm in a Proust group and I'm reading the whole seven volumes again. I did oh it gosh. with a Proust leader. So seven, eight years together. 
And now we're starting again because I thought it's either a mental institution or reading Proust. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I highly recommend it for anybody who's having any problems with anything, which is everybody, to read Proust. We're also having, we have a Shakespeare group with the same wonderful woman, Bridget Brine. And in between that, I'm reading Sophia Tolstoy's diaries, which are amazing. They had 13 children. Wow. And a tempestuous life together. Of course, as you famously, as you know, he famously ran away from her at the end after he'd gone a little bit mad, perhaps, or they drove each other mad. And uh, Claire, I just read Claire Keegan. I'm reading Natalia Ginsburg. I'm reading Clarice Lispector. There are a lot of side dishes to my Proust and Shakespeare. <laughs> They're not side dishes at all, but it's it's a wonderful I'm looking, I have so many stacks of books. That, some of them are mystery stacks, of course, like we all have. Wow. But it's a great thing. Amazing. Well, you're just so vibrant. It's like your mind and your creativity and these colors. And it's so, that's like all I can think to say. Everything about you seems so vibrant and intellectual and curious. It's wonderful. Really wonderful. Well, Sometimes, usually, or sometimes. <laughs> on a good day. On a good day. On a good day. Exactly. <laughs> and I wish there were many of. So thank you. Thank but you. there was something in here about holding on to a bad mood. or Wasn't there something? Yes. Yes. Well, well, you know, that's the way it is. Holding on to a bad mood and holding on to a bad mood after having a bad dream. Yes, that's right. My, but my attitude and, and dreams, you know, just like can set you off for days after you had one. You think, like, what is that? But now I'm looking at it more as cinema that I'm going to a double feature that I didn't, I didn't know what I was going to see. So it's kind of, uh, I'm, I, I'm not taking it so personally, <laughs> which <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to view it as uh, where's my popcorn and soda. Love it. This yeah. movie. Interesting. Yeah. Sometimes like the weather just comes in and out. Gotta yeah, just exactly. Yeah. Stand your ground. Well, Myra, thank you so much. It's always a delight to chat with you. And this is going on all my gift guides this year, what to give and what I'll be giving. And it's just such a beautiful sort of ode to women and all the the many aspects of who we are and what we do and that it's okay to, to crumble <laughs> at times as well. <laughs> Absolutely. It's essential. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's wonderful. Well, thank you. Thank you. Have a very good, the holiday season you is too. upon us. That's a nice thing. Baking shall ensue. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thanks Take so care. much. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.